Uh, it's so hot. Well, that's nice for you. It stopped raining finally. Mm, that's nice for me. Sorry, I'm taking all of it now. Everything's nice for me. Oh man, it's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, through the internet, it's Catherine Kogert. Hey, it's great to be here. Hey, Catherine. Hi. How's how's things? Great. Super duper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would you tell me if it wasn't or like <laughs> I feel like I'm a real estate agent now. <laughs> well, you are wearing that fashionable but professional blazer. Now, I know you're looking for a two-bedroom. Now, this mm-hmm. is a one-bedroom, but okay. hear me out. The it's office is unclear. huge. Why? Oh, all right. I didn't didn't ask for an office. <laughs> uh, you're a tricky one. I love a difficult client. Uh-huh. We are going to find a place for you. You are going to love it. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, what's her name? Cheyenne? Janine? <laughs> actually, actually, the... I don't like people who know me know that I don't really like being called Kathy. And I think it's because there was a very off putting real estate agent I met as a young child named Kathy. Now that I think about it, yeah. Uh, Kathy is, I do know a lot of, uh, I can think of at least two Kathy real estate agents who I've met. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's right there in the pocket. Yeah, just really snug, snug in that real <laughs> estate pocket, the Kathy's, <laughs> Kathy's of the world. Well, what do you think Catherine represents, if not real I... estate agent? I don't know. I honestly, I, every day I feel like I'm learning a little bit more about what Catherine represents. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Be good to yourself. Um, do you, I, I only, I only think of this just because you have a, a panoply of names that you could go by. I think I really more, do. Yeah. And you've settled on Catherine, not Kat, not Katie, not Kathy, not uh, mm-hmm. Kate, not, that's probably it. Caitlin. You couldn't go by Caitlin. That's its own name. I think I've met Caitlin, who were Catherine. No, it's an independent name that uh, it got its independence. Listen, in 1864. Who, who died and made you the boss of Catherine nicknames? Uh, let's see, 1864 might have been Lincoln. I think he might. It's close to that year. <laughs> uh, uh, anywho, <laughs> our topic <laughs> this very week has nothing to do with names and everything to do with bubbles. It's right. That's right. It's carbonation. It's right. It's tight. It's carbonation. Funky Fresh, it's here to say, it loves to bubble in your mouth in a bubbly way. <laughs> All right. Mm, hey. So, hey. I was at um, an interview recently, uh, and as uh, any any polite interviewer will do, they offered me a little water first before we sat down, and uh, because this is San Francisco and only the finest... Uh, there was an option to get bubbly water from this machine instead of just plain water. And oh, of course, fun. I opted for the bubbly water because I am right. fancy. <laughs> Would you have done the same? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. What, in what situation I, would you not get bubbly water? If I'd like, maybe, maybe, but even then sometimes, if I'd like just worked out and I was like, oh my God, so thirsty. Oh yeah. my God just worked out thirsty then like maybe water but like i feel like i don't know if it was really like 
exactly as easy, I might still go for the bubbly water. But I don't know. It's just like I'm feeling a lot of sensations when you're off of the just the, the just worked out move. Right. You want something plain. Sometimes the bubbles are a little bit much. I don't know. But even then, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed with options. It's, it, there were two <laughs> options. <laughs> you're the one who can handle all these crazy name uh, names that you could go by. I'm busy managing my nicknames. That's true. You've got a lot to think about. You don't want to have to deal with water. <laughs> um, okay, so are there... Th- those are the two kinds of water, right? Like, I guess there's mineral water, but I mean, that's just regular water, right? Deionized water. I mean, for drinking. You don't drink deionized water. Uh, yeah. One does water. St- Is that any good? Like... Are, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, distilled and mineral go taste the same to me, but I don't know. This, that's funny because they should taste different because distilled should theoretically remove any minerals from the process. But minerals don't taste like a lot. Some of them do. Trace minerals don't. Sodium does. Why are we? Why is this getting contentious? <laughs> well, I, re- I represent the club soda lobby, you see. <laughs> um, why is it getting contentious? A fine question. Um, because I guess because I'm trying to I'm trying to drive a wedge where perhaps there's not one and that is is fizzy water I guess maybe we're just all agreed maybe there is there is no discussion here there's simply no conflict and thus no story um we'll never make it to act two um and that uh the answer is yes you should take fizzy water except for when you want to planify things when when really you're just looking for the basic sustenance of water to like solve your basic needs and any other time you should go for the ever you should follow the lead of our ever busy lifestyle here in the go-go 2010s and just complicate your water with fizziness that i mean we are we are in the 2010s but when you said that it felt very dated (laughs) (laughs) i'm simply not of this time (laughs) man out of time yeah i don't know but it's bad for your teeth. Right. Because it's acidic, right? Yes. Is that the reason? Yes. Okay. Why yes. is it acidic? Can you explain this? I'm always a little I can. on this. I can explain it. Okay. Because, <laughs> oh, so to start with, it, right. if it's just water and then you pump a bunch of carbon dioxide in, which then bubbles out as bubbles at a later date, um, mm-hmm. why should that be acidic? Because there's, there's nothing in there. Come on. Come on. It's CO2? Okay. 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 Really briefly, I just want to explain how pH works. <laughs> and the sound of a million skip buttons. <laughs> no, no, you guys, come back, come back. It'll be worth it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can make this fun. <laughs> All right. Well, as a favor, as a gesture of goodwill, would the listeners please uh, just just bear with us? <laughs> just so we know you care. Because it's important. PH. This is important to us, and if you cared, you would listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Encyclopedia Brunch, the needy pod, the needy girlfriends of podcasting. <laughs> oh boy, that's a yep. That should be a tagline. So, noting, noting. here's the thing: pH is effectively it's a measurement of concentration. So when pH is low, then your concentration of Hydrogen ions is high and you have very acidic water. So that's what that means. pH 
lots of H plus ions, hydrogen ions. Okay, so with that in mind, um, CO2. What CO2, like all gases can dissolve in water to some degree. Mm. Which is how fish breathe, right? Yes. Some oxygen is in water. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So specifically when CO2 goes into water, um, one, I mean, it's, it's of course more complicated than this, but the, the easy way to think of it is that CO2 bonds to one water molecule, right? Yeah, they, so like, the they, two, they, they hang out. Yes. So water is two hydrogens and an oxygen kind of like a, in a triangle together, like in a bent format, like a bent line. Um, and so the hydrogens like go around the CO2 molecule. And so they like aren't really able to be accessed in the water. So the CO2 is in a way consuming hydrogen. Oh, okay. So in, wait. Okay. So what you're saying is there's water. It's got these hydrogens. And... Mm-hmm they kind of give this like bear hug to the CO2 molecule, right? Yes. And because they're not available to do some other shucking and jiving uh, in the big uh, chemistry party, they're not able yeah. to go like, uh, it's like, what if what if there was like three really cool people at the party? And then, you know, some CO2 came out and the cool people kind of like took pity on them and were like, I want to help them out. Like, you know, I want to chat. And they all started talking just to the CO2. There'd be no other cool people at the party. And the cool ratio would go down at your party. Yeah, <laughs> Where totally. in pH I've is the actually, cool ratio. I, yeah, I used this, that, that Senate or that analogy once, except it was with dating. <laughs> it was like, it was like a sausage fest and then a hot girl shows up. And then... Which, which does happen. I do, I do really specifically remember walking on a beach when I was on vacation uh, once, and there was like just like really cute like twenty one year old girl and about eight dudes just kind of like standing in line to talk to her, <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally they were just like, eh, I'll get my turn in a minute, <laughs> any, any minute now I'll get to talk to this girl. <laughs> oh man, she's living the dream. Yep, she's a real hydrogen ion. <laughs> I wonder if that would work. Wait, which thing? The, being that a... line on the lady. Oh, like, uh, I'm, I, no, what's the line? I don't get it. No, if you say to her, like, hey, you're a real hydrogen ion, she'd be like, I totally know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a question that they ask you in a lot of those online I guess she's the profiles. CO2, isn't she? Because she shows up and there's one of her and then all of the hydrogen ion, ion dudes crowd around her. Um, yeah, but we're more concerned with the availability of the hydrogen ion, right? Because we're talking about pH. And so we're really more concerned with the availability of pretty ladies. No? I think you're more concerned with the availability of pretty ladies. Always. Every day. (laughs) I got a little meter. I calibrate it regularly. (laughs) I mean, you got to have a gimmick. (laughs) That's my... That's the worst gimmick. You know that is that's like that's like a really terrible Batman villain. Ah, yeah, totally. It's the prom king. It's the prom king. Uh see our episode on prom. Um Yeah, but like his whole bit is that he t- makes inappropriate metaphors to live his everyday life and then actually extends that metaphor into the physical realm wherein he's actually creating like measuring devices you are so close to being this guy (laughs) nope nope we're moving on um okay so basically uh there's uh 
not so many hot girls at the party. And uh, that affects pH how? Because uh, there's not as many H's available. And what happens now? Yes. Okay. Wait a minute here. So, okay, you have your CO2 goes into solution. It becomes H2CO3 when it's in solution. Um, and then that pushes. Yes. Okay. So then that pushes the, the reaction forward. So it's it's just a bunch of equilibrium reactions, basically. Can you explain so what you that have, means? Sorry. Yeah, an equilibrium reaction is just a reaction that can go either way, right? Is that a fair way of explaining that? Um, yeah, like, I mean, before, I think that this, is, can go back. this is our big thing whenever we talk about, uh, you know, high school chemistry, when they start to get you really into the nitty gritty, they always kind of push you on like, hey, you know how like, um, I don't know, what's a good example of <laughs> a reaction? You know, you think I. As this a, is a good reaction. Yeah. This is a good example. Um, it can it can do uh, what H two CO three goes to water and carbon dioxide, or it can go water and carbon dioxide go to H two CO three. That's how mm-hmm. it's reversible, right? And the equilibrium yeah. of that, like which sort of state it likes to be in, is uh dependent on a number of factors. Yeah, like temperature or pressure or concentration of CO2. Okay. So what does all this have to do with pH? We're still lost on pH. Like, it could be <laughs> either one of those phases. So what's up? Like, Yeah, okay. But then, okay, so the, the equilibrium reaction keeps going. So there's two sides of this. But then the H2CO3 can go into its ionic form. It, it can become bicarbonate. Okay. What's that? HCO3. Oh, there's so many letters, Catherine. <laughs> can you save this? So <laughs> you can lose, <laughs> I mean, it, you lose a hydrogen ion, basically, with bicarbonate, which uh, is baking soda. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I had H2CO3, and then one of those H's pops off. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So now I've got this hydrogen ion, H+, plus, that's floating mm-hmm. around in the water. Uh, yep. And then I've got this HCO3-, minus, and that's floating mm-hmm. around in the water. Mm-hmm. And because now I've got these extra H pluses that used to be part of an H2O originally, um, then I have more H pluses, which means pH is lower. Lower. Right. Because. Which means. (laughs) That's what pH is. H plus concentration is higher. And that's also what acidic means. You have more H plus in solution. Good Lord. Isn't there any way we could have made this easier? Like. I know, I know I'm like a chemistry person, but like the more I look at this whole pHing system, I'm just like, what, what are we doing, guys? We, c- come on. I mean, maybe not. <laughs> I don't think there is. I think a lot of, I think many have tried and many have failed. Turns out the world is complicated. Turns out the world's complicated. Um, and turns out when you bubble CO2 through water, it decreases the pH. All right. Well, lesson learned. And we'll be back in a minute to talk about this a little more on Encyclopedia Brunch. And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about carbonation. Okay, so Catherine, where we last left our heroes, we were trying to uh, explain why 
carbonated water was bad for your teeth. And we said that it was acidic. And then we were explaining why putting gas into water makes something acidic. And can we, uh, yes. can we kind of just recap that real quick? Well, specifically carbon dioxide. Yes. This gas into water. This particular gas. This one weird gas. <laughs> <laughs> Dentists hate him. <laughs> All right. So more acidic means there's more H plus in solution, right? Mm -hmm. So if you bubble CO2 through water, it will react with water molecules and become uh, H2CO3. Yes. Carbonic acid. Right. Right? Yeah. It so grabs that water and becomes carbonic acid. Got it. Yes. When you have more carbonic acid in water, then you have more bicarbonate ion in water, HCO3. And then the bicarbonate is happened because you released one H plus, right? Uh, yes. So we went from CO2 plus water to mm -hmm. H2CO3, carbonic mm -hmm. acid. But then mm -hmm. that went another step further and got yes. H plus and carbonate, uh, bicarbonate. Yes. yes. Cool. So now you have more H plus in solution. Which, which wants to eat up your teeth? <laughs> yeah. And that's what acid is. It's basically just free H plus. And that's how it works. Um, <laughs> okay. So I just, I guess I shouldn't drink it. I don't know, but I like it. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think sugar is a much bigger deal for your teeth, right? Mm. Because it's a substrate for the bacteria to eat. So like if you have a low sugar diet, but you have a pH environment that's favorable for them, it's still like they still don't have any food. So who cares? The sugar is going to make a bigger difference. The food is going to make a bigger difference than like a nice couch, which the pH basically is. A nice couch? What? Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a nice environment that they like to be in. But if there's no food, they're going to leave. Right. As everyone does when they wander into a uh, well-furnished apartment. <laughs> that is what bacteria are doing like all of the time. They're just wandering around, checking out different apartments <laughs> and then dying if they don't like them. <laughs> there's something I, there's something <laughs> dying. Oh, I'll just die if I don't like it. <laughs> They're so dramatic. I find there's, there's something like vaguely missed, missed the computer game-esque of uh, um, <laughs> in that idea where you're just like wandering around these sort of beautiful places that are cold and sterile and uh, offer uh, no purchase to bacteria or food. <laughs> yeah, or solving the dumb puzzle. Oh my god, those puzzles were so hard. Well, you know, it's all about cogs and whatnot. I guess so. And just lining up symbols as a, sometimes. As a total uh, uh, side uh, side right. line of interrogation. I don't know, Tim. I don't really like to do sidebars. I really... I, right. Could we just stay on track? All right. You got it. Carbonated <laughs> water. Um, no, what's your sidebar? <laughs> uh, would you live in the mist world? Because I kind of feel like I would for a bit. Like, that would be soothing. I don't know. It was a very lonely world. Yeah, that's the thing. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd get lonely. I think... Who can come with me? That depends on the number of crazy cog puzzles you can solve. For each puzzle, you get a new friend. Oh, oh that's fun. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing, though. They can't be rendered. We just don't really have the uh, computational power for that. So they will always be behind you? Like, you can never see them. You can talk to them. Oh. And you can read books oh, that they've okay. written. <laughs> 
and small notes and scraps of paper. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, <laughs> it's going to be lonely kind of no matter what. It's a lot of sharp angles. Uh, I don't need to see people. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that an awful lot of what being with people is? Um... Yeah, okay, I guess so. I don't know. How long is this? How long is my, my missed vacation? My mistcation? I don't know. How long did it take you to beat the game? A couple of days? Uh, <laughs> I'm still working on it. <laughs> well, okay, so how long the vacation is depends on if you're willing to buy the strategy guide. Okay, I am. Okay, there you go. <laughs> then you can just plow through the thing. Yeah. No, I feel like buying the strategy guide for this type of vacation is like paying to check a bag. <laughs> do i want to uh i mean well listen it's I'm just gonna do it <laughs> i want you to enjoy your vacation is the thing i know i know it feels somehow less authentic but you should enjoy yourself you've earned that it's a vacation Catherine. Right. yes to a mysterious island <laughs> about two brothers <laughs> a mysterious island about two brothers <laughs> uh. islands are about things <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, a lot of Caribbean islands are, like, all about that room. Um, oh, sure, yeah. Um, let's see, Vashon Island is all about that farmer's market. Uh, Trainer Island is all about that base, about that base. About that base. Uh, <laughs> so, let's see here. Speaking of. Uh, Temptation Island, well, that's pretty self-explanatory. I don't know, I just feel like we have a few more things to cover here. No, I think we're good. So, speaking of, uh, social situations like you would have on the mist island after you'd solved enough puzzles one place that we do a lot of carbonated drinks is with uh cocktails right yes what uh, do you like do you like a carbonated cocktail or do you prefer a non-carbonated cocktail Mm. i guess i yeah i like a carbonated cocktail fine i like a moscow mule or like um Mm. I don't know, like a gin and tonic situation. But I mean, I don't know. My favorite cocktail of all time is a Bloody Mary, and that's not carbonated. So, What if it was carbonated? Ew. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So. <laughs> get, a, get a cord here. Yeah. <laughs> Can you carbonate viscous things? Yes. Like things this, with some kind of viscosity? This is the problem. I think no, right? That's probably the barrier because orange juice, very bad carbonated. Um, okay, else? how do we know this? Uh, have you never had carbonated orange juice? No, have you? Yeah, well, wait, I, are we talking like, um, it's gone bad. Oh, what am I like a San Pellegrino or something? No, no, I mean, like, uh, when orange juice goes bad in its carton and is allowed to sit there for you know, maybe you should have thrown it out a week ago, it'll uh, build up pressure inside the carton and thus carbonate. Um, and it's very easy because it's just a mild carbonation, it's very easy to be like, ah, it's probably uh, still fine, pour it in a glass. Uh, and then you know your tongue. Your tongue tells you right away you've done a terrible thing to yourself. <laughs> interesting, very interesting. One time I had carbonated salsa. Also, oh, that, oh, gross. That really stuck with me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, what? So I think viscous things and I think hot things should both not be carbonated. Did do you agree with that? Can you think of a counter example for either? Ah. Uh... I mean, with respect to the orange juice example, I do like a San Pellegrino or something, but that's a mix. Mm. That's like soda water plus some orange juice. Or what about, um, oh, it's shoot. basically a soda. What's the one? Orangina. Orangina is very close to Orangina. being carbonated orange juice. Yeah, sure. But yeah, even that's a little thinner. I think they thin it out. Yeah. Hmm. 
or you know, like champagne or beer, both not carbonated. Viscous. Not viscous though. Not viscous. And best served chilled. Put in a mimosa, but that's a mix. Mm-hmm. And best served chilled. Yeah, that's true. I think I think maybe what we're finding here is that it, it's it's about intensity, right? Uh, carbonation is an intensifier, and when you've already got you know some other business to attend to, whether it, it be feeling the viscosity with your tongue or um, <laughs> you know uh, uh, tasting the delightful flavors or or cringing through the heat, the hot hot heat of that hot hot tea. <laughs> I mean, of course, the exception being for most people, I think sugar. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's true. Pretty intense. Well, I mean, they dance well together, carbonation and sugar. They do. They do. They do. Or root beers. Like I think this is why maybe a lot of people don't like root beer. Why is that? Too much going on. Too much going on. Uh, why? It's it's like Coke, well, but different. You know how root beer kind of has that um, like a licorice vibe to it. Uh, yeah. The uh, the old uh, whatever that root is, sarsaparilla root. Sarsaparilla. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I, I guess I see what you're saying. Is it's rather intense? Um, yeah. I, so we talked about this in our Moxie episode as well. Moxie is a is a soft drink uh, that is carbonated and is built from uh, built from the ground up. I should be in mm-hmm. marketing. Um, the from mm-hmm. g- gentian root, which is another very strong sort of medicinal herbal flavor, uh, mm-hmm. which I think puts a lot of people off. But I think once you get used to it. Then uh, you kind of can handle a little more. You're like, hey, you know, let's let's have some fun. Let's like have a little carbonation right. in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think I might be like the opposite of a super taster. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. I mm. yeah. Well, I mean, I, what's I, the right way to explain? Like somebody who just like an adrenaline junkie, but for like sensations in my mouth. <laughs> sure, you just always want more and more. More and more and more. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's go get some great sensations in our mouths. And we'll be back in a moment on Encyclopedia Brunch. The worst sentence. And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch, talking about carbonation. Almost fooled you there. Almost thought we were talking about cars, didn't you? No. <laughs> oh. <My laughs> Too practical, smart for you. My practical jokes are no good. <laughs> they mostly consist of just saying the first syllable if it's kind of like another word. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, fire fly that show that people like. It's actually, that was a real problem. That that prank was a real problem. Uh, you know, you're not supposed to show uh, fire in a crowded theater, but when people went to go mm-hmm. see Serenity, the Firefly movie, they all got really excited. Fire! Oh, Fly. scary. <laughs> Anywho, um, so so an issue I have, uh, I agree. I you know I like a gin and tonic uh, quite a bit, and I find that gin served uh, not bubbly in any way. Is well, no, I'll drink a martini, but um, but largely I like to have some bubbles there, and um, you know, if I'm enjoying a, a gin uh, a, a gin cocktail at home, and I have no carbonation, there's nothing I can do about that, uh, mm-hmm. because I do not have the means to produce carbonation. Well, sir, 
Oh, tell me more. Do I have a solution for you? This is this is a, just a soda stream commercial that you've set up here. Well, no. So, I mean, all right. Well, talk to me about the soda stream and then I will uh, mm-hmm. disagree with you. Are you excited? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my least favorite format we do. <laughs> I no, I won't disagree with you. I I will I will uh I will talk about how I wish I could figure out how to make one myself. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think what I really like most about my soda stream is all the specially specialty machined parts in it. <laughs> okay. That would be really hard to buy at a hardware store. <laughs> so you got the soda stream. It's a, it's, it's a thing that has, how does it work? Basically it just, it, you buy some compressed CO2 and then it puts it into a bottle for you. Is there anything? Yeah, you buy a little canister. They sell them at like the drugstore or the grocery store or just a various, like a whole bunch of places, bed baths and beyonds and what have you. Your beds, your baths, your beyonds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they sell them at like Macy's too or something. It's crazy. <laughs> okay, keep going. I think that's weird. <laughs> it's a little weird, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But I'm really sorry I disappointed you here with my skepticism. Just <laughs> seems like a weird place to buy, like it's a because it's become like a grocery store item for me. I you see. know, I need milk, I need a soda stream bottle, etc. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, why would I go to Macy's for milk? Why would I go to Macy's for a refill on my soda stream bottle? So you screw in the soda the the carbonation bottle, the canister. And uh, it's basically there's a button on top and that releases the valve. And then you just bubble CO2 through a bottle of water and there's a fill line on the bottle of water. And uh, then it buzzes when it reaches a certain pressure in the bottle because you've screwed the bottle on to the fitting on the front of the soda stream. So it's closed off. So as you press the button, more CO2 is released and that reaches, like that increases the pressure. So it has like a pressure sensor. I guess in like the the screw the thing that you screw the bottle into. So when that hits, um, it buzzes, and then you're like, "Oh my 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 soda's done," and you unscrew it, and it's all bubbly and fun. How long does it take? Like ten seconds. Okay, you just you made it sound like a real process, and so I it was a little bit of a distracted explanation I just gave, but that's that's all I can give you. I'm sorry. I think I heard you flipping through some paper. Are you like reading technical drawings right now for soda streams or like (laughs) I wrote down, I'll be honest, I wrote down the reaction of CO2 going to bicarbonate (laughs) and then carbonate ion so that I could refer to it as we were talking about it. And now I've been playing with it. And that's a little peek behind the curtain. You've been playing playing with it. Um, all right. Well, moving on. Um, so, right. So that makes sense because, uh, I mean, you just, you, we didn't say earlier, um, but I imagine the astute listener could have easily guessed is that, uh, not a lot of gas, not a lot of CO2 gas wants to go into that liquid unless you pressurize it. And then it's like, cause it's like, ah, man, I'd rather just hang out here with my CO2 buddies. But then when you put a lot of pressure on, it's like, okay, I'll dissolve into water (laughs) because I take up less space and thus will help reduce pressure, uh, or, or sort of counteract added pressurization, uh, when I'm dissolved in water. And that's, that's how you're, you're making it all bubbly. Um, and then when you open something, you're releasing all the pressure back and it, it runs back in the other direction. We're free. Um, and so I guess uh, a couple of questions. So you said bubble CO2 through water a bunch of times. Um, 
that always I always picture like a hose at the bottom of a thing when people say, oh, I bubble gas through a thing. But really, we, we're using it in this case to mean we're forcing it into some into some liquid, right? Yeah, sparging, if you will. Ooh, sparging. That's when hmm. That's when you put gas through water. <laughs> it means it means specifically though, like a sparger is a thing that uh uh disperses that gas evenly through the water, right? Like you're not just yeah. it's not just a big old hose, it's like um uh some sort of membrane with lots and lots of little openings so that the gas kind of like disperses evenly through the water and you're not just blowing yeah. huge bubbles. You know like an aquarium bubble stone, like a fish stone? Mm, no, but okay. You can buy them at Petco. Okay. They're to bubble water or air through your through your aquarium tank. You can buy those. Um, and that's basically a sparger. Got it. Okay, so one more thing, and it has to do with Macy's. Um your favorite topic. Okay. Is uh Okay. So I think I think the issue the, the confusion there is that a SodaStream appliance is a home appliance, which is something you would definitely buy at a home goods store. Um, your beds, your baths, your beyonds. Um, sure, your the SodaStream itself, certainly. Right. And then the canisters are consumable, like paper towels or something, which you would buy at the yeah. grocery store or, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, your beyonds, not your beds and baths. Um, so it feels like that's the disconnect. And I guess... My issue with all that and why I just wish I could like make my own, uh, it's not just because of branding or whatever. It's it's because it feels like it feels like the gas should just be a utility. Like what I really want is a line running into my home that gives me pressurized <laughs> CO2. Sure. Because <laughs> I just feel dumb buying a can full of air. And I know it's special air, but still. Yeah. Does that not does that like bother you when you go to buy more cans of air? No, it's not a can of air. It's a can of CO2. It's special air, whatever. Like, I mean, really, I'm renting the use of a device that can store the air at extremely high pressures. Um, okay, fair enough. Just, just a quick rental. I, don't know, I just yeah. think we should make our own. Let's uh, get some cogs, get some steam. I mean, sure. If we could all have like like you would have in a lab, just the knob that's like natural gas. <laughs> I don't think I want that one. Uh, compressed air. Uh, and then what's the other one usually? Uh, vacuum. I would love vacuum. a vacuum one. <laughs> well, sometimes there's cold and hot water or steam. Sometimes steam. Steam. Uh, and then another one for CO2. Yeah, that would be super duper duper. I mean, you know but what? Where we are. We're talking about, we actually do get most of those things. Like in the home, like water, of course, um, natural mm -hmm. gas, uh, if, if your house runs on gas for heating Maybe. or, uh, or gas, uh, stove. Maybe. Um, yeah. and then, uh, vacuum, you actually, if you have a central vacuum system, which most people don't, I admit, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I just feel like the thing we're missing is just a nice, a nice air blower. That's what we need. And don't talk to me about fans. That's not what I'm talking about. But it's not going to carbonate. If you use an air, if you use air, you have to use CO two gas, concentrated CO two. Well, then fine. We'll get a uh, concentrated CO two. Uh, oh, okay. Thing. Well, then I, I'm on board. That's I fine. just need more spigots in the home. <laughs> I can. I actually think that's a fabulous idea. Yeah, I think that's my version of utopia. I would. Well, I would like to live in a sort of <laughs> 1990s rendered, sort of cubic type uh, space that has a lot, a lot of utilities running into the home. I would like to live in Dinotopia. 
Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, same deal, but also with dinosaurs. That's what I want. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get to work on building a bigger, brighter, more dinosaurific world. <laughs> and uh, until then, we'll be back next week on Encyclopedia Brunch. And that's Catherine Kogut over there. And that's Tim Dobbs over there. Bye. Bye. Bye.